You know, I'm going to give you a history lesson. We got some dumbass motherfuckers floating around this country. <laughs> Stop laughing! And when I do, start fucking. Also, y'all did some nasty-ass jokes on my ass, too. Funny jokes and unfunny jokes come out of the same birth. You fucking guys are unbelievable. Why are you laughing? Welcome, everybody, to a beautiful bank vault in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. We're here at uh, Vaulted Podcasts, where uh, Matt from Rhode Island, Helms, that doesn't make any sense, Helms, Hales from, that's what I meant. Hales. <laughs> the whole, it's also Helming. The whole gang is with us, Craig, Mike, and uh, I'm pleased to introduce to you today, Dave Chappelle leaving Comedy Central, which uh, I believe, genuinely, is the, the fork in the road of Chappelle's career. I can't hear anything now. Okay, now I'm back. Um, where legitimately we would have, I think Chappelle would be Chris Rock if he stayed on Chappelle's show, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but what's Chris Rock done in the last 15 years? Whereas now Dave Bump Chappelle is this spiral. this czar and this philosopher <laughs> that he's, because he's basically the George Carlin, Lenny Bruce of this era, mm. where if he, didn't, if he does not walk away from $52 million, I don't think he ever becomes that guy. Yeah. I, uh, Excellent right. feedback. Jim. No, I, I think. All right. right. I guess I'll just get it. No, Wait, I think Cr right. Quantum Lee Chris was right. There are too many voices. <laughs> I thought he was about to. He said yes, yeah, so I just went to stop because I thought he was going to continue. <laughs> go, and ahead, he go, didn't. Ahead. go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say the uh, the Carlin uh, comparison, I think, is perfect. Because yeah, big time. Is yeah. a, Everyone a, racistly compares him to Richard Pryor, but <laughs> I think he's a lot more like George Carlin. I think they, I think they so. compare him to Pryor and the. Uh, impact he has on on comedy as a whole, but his stand up is a lot like uh, Carlin's, and that's yeah. a lot of preaching. <laughs> well, it's also just a general contempt, yeah, for yeah. <laughs> and society. He's, and he's completely become a guy that wants to. I mean, like we're recording this, so that, who knows? Uh, the, the, I'm sure the tragedy of Dave Chappelle's The Closer will still be raging on mm. by the time this comes out. <laughs> but uh, right now, it's a hot issue as we're recording. And I think that's because Chappelle purposely wants to talk about things that are going to piss people off. Yeah. And it is legitimately about art form. And I mean, it's a lot easier for Chappelle to do that because even though he turned down $50 million, he's a very rich guy. Mm -hmm. Whereas if, you know, comedian X coming up right now tries to do that, it's like, oh, well, he'll just never play anyway. Yeah. And I'm sure whatever money he has goes really far in rural Ohio. Yeah. How insane is it that he lives there? <laughs> I mean, that's what a lot of guys do now, though. Yeah. Nate Bargatze lives in Tennessee. Yeah, a lot funny. of guys are moving out there. I mean, Rogan, obviously, in Austin. Mm -hmm. So that's becoming more and more common. But Chappelle was, like, one of the first to oh, yeah. do that. Um, and I think he just likes it that way because, as mm -hmm. we'll go through in this episode, he seems to really, like you said, contempt. I think he genuinely hates Hollywood. He hates uh, uh, what fame turns people into and all of that. Yeah. Uh, but he did a good job of establishing himself uh, fairly early, which I did not really know. I think we have Neil Brennan talking about uh, mm -hmm. Chappelle's early career, right, Matt? Yes, we do. <laughs> Let me hear it. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I knew Dave. So he was his career was fucked up after half baked. I felt bad. Uh, like they literally said on CNN, his career is over. What from from that movie? From the movie, yeah. The review said his career is over, and like his mom saw it. But I don't. Uh, I, I fucking don't bring anyone's mom. I don't know the. <laughs> I don't know the mother. details of it. But I feel like I saw some doc or something that said, I think before your guys' show, 
that he'd had like nine pilots or yeah, something. Yeah, oh yeah, he'd done like, well that was the thing he kept doing like these fucking sitcoms. Because that was his production company, yeah, it was Pilot, Pilot Boy. Boy. Yeah, like, yeah. It, but it was called that from the beginning, which I think he knew, that uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, these fucking pilots, yeah. and yeah. he did pilots, again, how old I am, he was doing a pilot, I remember him doing a pilot and me talking, and during the L.A. riots. What? Really? Yes. So he was like 19 when he was getting pilots. Yeah. Which is, I don't know what these pilots were. Maybe they were along the lines of Chappelle's show or something, but wouldn't he be the strangest guy to imagine in a sitcom? Like him and the uh, wife and kids and shit. Yeah. Like, I cannot picture that now anyways. Especially at 19. He it, It's crazy how young he was when he started. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was like 16 or 17. Yeah. And he was having trouble just getting on stage because he wasn't allowed in yeah, wherever they were all doing stand-up. He was like, I mean, their careers went in very different places, but like, uh, you'll hear guys in New York now talk about Pete Davidson. Now, they were like buddies with him when he was 16. Yeah. And that oh, was yeah. kind of Chappelle where he was just hanging around the comedy scene huh. where everyone knew him when he was like 17, 18 years old. He was in, uh, he was. I remember he was in The Nutty Professor, which- uh, Yeah, he shows up in weird spots that like you don't think about. I've heard people even at that time say- like, oh, well, Dave has made it now. Because he was in an Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Murphy movie, which is like a small role, but it's funny to think at that time, like in the early 90s, like like uh, he said, during the Rodney King riots and shit. He was in Nutty Professor? Yeah, he, he was like, like the comedian role. in the Nutty Professor. Right? Yeah. He was like, oh, at the club. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like at the beginning of the movie, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. But, but like a small role like that, people were like, oh, well, he made it. And then he's gone on <laughs> to do what he did. Well, back then, roles that size could, you know, Really launch it, make career. Yeah, I think yeah. the last person that happened to was Kevin Hart in um, Forty Year Old Virgin. Year old virgin. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. That was the last time I can think of someone having a tiny, yeah, a great Kevin uh, Hart, a tiny he, part. What did he say? What did he uh, say there? He's coming back for what? Refer to our uh, <laughs> our previous episode. To... <laughs> Why? What's happening? No, nothing. No, it was no. just an uh, word. He was. He was. Who's goading me? Oh, I see. I see. All right. Trying to get him to quote. Some good inside, very good show humor there. Uh, was it? Kind of. Yes. The the, the oh, title shut, of our shut last episode. Shut up. <laughs> <Okay>. <sighs> All right. I was I was referring to too too many voices. Words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Counting them down. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you heard Neil uh, there talk about half baked, which uh, it's funny to think of that as something that destroyed Chappelle's career because it is a cult classic. Mm -hmm. But if you go back and watch it now. Like the the artist that Chappelle has become, where he's this like we said philosopher, and he's talking about uh, social issues and things. It is kind of funny to watch Half Baked, mm -hmm. and like that's the the humor he had, where it's like Jim. It, you would think Jim Brewer wrote that movie rather than Dave Chappelle, even though it's a funny movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. like you don't think of that as Chappelle, but it's also funny to think that that essentially ruined his career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Comedy Central then gave him uh, a new life, I guess. Mm -hmm. Which it didn't, I mean, as a stand-up, I think Chappelle was pretty successful. It's hard to say uh, because, A, I was a, a kid at the time and uh, yeah. didn't know as much. But also, B, it's hard to say because now we have a gauge of where everyone's at in their careers because of podcasts. You know, you can hear mm -hmm. everyone literally talk about their fucking gigs. You know which shows sold out for people and shit like that, like where they're performing every yeah. week and things like that. Right. But it's hard to go back and say, like, well, did it ruin Chappelle's stand-up career? Like, were his crowds hurt by that or anything? Um, so I don't really know that, but uh, Comedy Central gave him a chance, obviously, and we'll get into how um, negotiations with that went. But 
as much as Chappelle is a, a, a voice for the voiceless at times and everything, mm-hmm. he can be persuaded by the business. And we'll hear Neil Brennan again uh, talk about that, where and maybe he was influenced by people or whatever, but Chappelle didn't always do 100% what was right by everyone around him, which hmm. led to Neil Brennan and Chappelle not talking for a long time. Hmm. I have one question. So you and Dave Chappelle, you guys are on talking terms now, right? Yeah. And were you guys, were so for a long time, because what was that? Like you guys had a, we were, and it's okay. We, we don't have to talk not, about it if you don't want. We, the way the show went, the, basically the way the negotiation after the show got popular was just not like good. Did you have a, were you able, were you guys negotiating together with comedy central or, or you guys were negotiating separately? Kind of separately. Right. Um, so where, and that's the problem, you know, that's And I told him before we started, I go, you know, they're going to play divide and conquer. They have to pay you. They don't have to pay me. So the only way they'll hmm. pay me is if you make them. And then they would, they played him. There, it's just so many people come between when something's popular it just you just get layers of uh people that want to seem more important and want to seem like they're doing things for oh, of course to protect dave or, or who it's not it was dave in that case but it's a bunch of people it can be a fucking and so someone who actually is making the thing uh, they resent me. Do you know what I mean? Because like they're just, they're not writing, they're not directing, they're not in the shit. Um, you mean like a, like an executive? like Not executives, like more like lawyers, agents, managers, oh, that yeah. type of thing. They resent you because you have to be included because I'm part the, of the show. I'm, uh, I do the show. Right. They're not, I didn't just, I don't call and I make the show. Did so you? They, so then that creates separation and then. Um, and then he left and it was fucking like that added to it. Was that so a then, surprise when he left? I mean, like in retrospect, not really, but that's a pretty big swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you get a taste there and I, it's hard to really blame Chappelle. Cause again, he was young. He was in his twenties when Chappelle's show was on. Mm-hmm. So he's not like a, a veteran in, in the, especially with the business aspect of it or anything really. Right. But. I think you also hear there, where maybe maybe he didn't do right by Neil Brennan or whatever. Obviously, Neil's over it, or he seems to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to hear. Maybe that was the first, uh, the first inkling Chappelle kind of had at the business tearing people apart and chiseling away at the show and not understanding what's good for the show and thing like things like that. Where maybe he gave in there because he didn't know what he was doing, and that ultimately was the reason that he turned down fifty million dollars for Comedy Central. <laughs> Neil Neil Brennan is definitely still harvesting resentment. Yeah, I got out of that. Um, I, yes and no. Like it seems like they're fine now. I think at the time, like he, he probably looks back at it and says, "I wish I was more. I wish I was compensated more for mm-hmm. the one of the greatest shows of all time." That potentially could have been the look I was seeing because he looked frustrated in that video a little bit. I don't I think, think it's Chappelle so. though. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I don't maybe. think he looks. I don't think he well, looks at yeah. the guy that walked away from fifty million dollars and said, "You fucked me over." So. Especially when he, the way what he was talking about too, because he was saying like, you know, you got these lawyers and negotiators and all these people who are trying to fuck you out of right. your money to take care of Dave. Right. You're like, all right. I, I don't know. I thought that was a little wonky. <laughs> so what he was talking about, but yeah. So Chappelle's show season <clears throat> one, which by the way, it starts with maybe the greatest. 
comedy sketch of all time. Clayton Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby, the yeah. the black, the blind black white supremacist. Yeah. Um, Narrated by um, uh, what's his face? Oh. Uh, the, that white dude that just says the, the N word. <laughs> That's how the show oh, yeah. He's from some news channel. I've dumped the truck. <laughs> He's from some news channel. Like uh, he does, he does like a sixty minutes like show. I don't even know. Uh, well, our researchers look at to the bottom of that. But <laughs> he, it, it genuinely was uh, right off the bat one of the greatest sketch comedy shows ever. Oh yeah. But it didn't. I don't think season one got crazy ratings. I don't think it was until uh, the DVD sales broke right. all kinds of records. Uh-huh. And obviously, like we talk now. I mean, you can go back to, um, I'm trying to think of what show specifically where they talked about this. Oh, um, God damn it. Gilligan's Island or something like that. Uh-huh. Where the actors of Gilligan's Island really got fucked over. And uh, the Brady Bunch. And oh, them. yeah. They never saw syndication rights. Syndication. Yeah, never, n- not even close. Now, like with Chappelle, we're in the era. They certainly didn't see mm-hmm. streaming coming. But right. I, he's at the point where I don't even know if they saw DVD sales being what they were. Yeah, you hear stories about that kind of stuff like all over the place. Like George Lucas like made sure he kept the merchandising right, yeah. rights to Star Wars and then like other people like Seinfeld yeah. made sure he or no, I'm sorry, South Park, those guys kept on to the held on to the streaming rights like seeing that shit coming. That shit you hear stories like that all over the place. It's it's tough because like uh, you, your instinct A is to blame the suits, man, because we're yeah. we're hip, cool guys, you know. <laughs> we rail against the establishment, but <laughs> your instinct is to be like, ah, fuck Hollywood or whatever. But it is a business, mm-hmm. so you can understand that angle of it too. But I think uh, where you'll hear Chappelle coming a lot from is there's a point where you should say, I should do right by the guys that created this show, absolutely, and where executives should acknowledge. <clears throat> I have virtually no- nothing to do with the making of this. All I do is work for the platform that can put this out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's never an acknowledgement of that. They always want to be on the creative side. They're very je- very jealous of that and everything. And uh, it it caused Chappelle to be eventually one of the few guys that uh, stood up to that. And you see, pretty early on, he starts to uh, starts to break. Like I said, Chappelle's. I believe it, I put in our notes uh, there were a mere. 278 episodes. <laughs> there are only uh, 28 episodes. 28, yeah. And uh, the last three were the lost episodes, not containing Chappelle. Well, Chappelle's in the sketches, but he's not hosting them. I didn't realize there were only three. I thought there were more than that. They, I think they filmed more. Yeah. I don't know if there were more out. And Well, there's also the one that's like hosted by Wayne Brady, right? <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's included in there. <laughs> I thought that was on purpose, though. I thought so, too. I so think, I'm not, I'm I not think sh- it was. I'm not sure if it was timed... Purposely, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't well, know if it happened to fall when Chappelle was away. Oh, maybe. Because I thought, like, the episode before, there was a, a sketch that Brady killed somebody. Yeah. I'm Wayne Brady, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then the next one, he came out. Is like, Wayne Brady like, going to have to choke a bitch? Yeah. Right, is Wayne right, Brady right. going to have to get up out the car and choke a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Thank Dave Chappelle, bitch. <laughs> Wait, by the way. So Rat, tat, tat, wave. Um, do you guys know Wayne Brady's, like, reaction to that episode? I, I he mean, hates does he really? He, he's very like. He said all that stuff. He, I know, but he's he's very. He regrets doing it. Like I don't think oh, he blames he anyone. Regrets it. I don't think he blames anyone. But I guess he looks back at that and really cringes and like he looks at his brand. You know, he's fucking fun Wayne Brady and dancing and yeah. He's, who's, like, he's a who's game line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fun uh, as uh, as Paul Mooney says in that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Wayne Brady makes Ryan, Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. <laughs> uh, I think that was that's true. It was very tactful by <laughs> Wayne Brady. So uh, he looks back in that and kind of cringes, but it's like 
How do you not appreciate that? That's again one of the great sketches. Yeah, you've shit, but you've like there's a long history in Hollywood of people like breaking typecast to do stuff like that. The point of that is that Wayne Brady is such a clean toast, milk toast guy. (laughs) The the thing is too is what that's probably what he's most known for is that sketch. Uh, Not by his audience though. Uh, By us, by like us, us, sure, (laughs) maybe. But his audience is fucking housewives, yeah, soccer moms. Yeah. His audience is like people who watch primetime TV. Well, for, not, not even that, people who watch daytime yeah. TV. Yeah, daytime <laughs> For a while, though, Game shows. it was just, yeah. I'm Wayne Brady, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's next in our notes, Matthew? Uh, we get to the Oprah show, and uh, Dave talks about the success of Chappelle's show. Did I have one note first, though, on the uh, before we get to the clips? I had one note on something he said. I think I should have the exact quote there um, during one of his stand-up sets. Oh, and he, maybe I have it out of order. The I'm Rick James bit. But this this came before uh, when he walked off the stage in Sacramento. Yeah. So uh, Chappelle Chappelle show is still going on at this time, and uh, it's at the the height of its uh, popularity. And Chappelle was on stage in Sacramento, and uh, someone yells out, "I'm Rick James, bitch," and he did not take kindly to that. Yeah. Do you want me to read it? Uh, sure. It says. Uh, <clears throat> In 2004, he walked off the stage in Sacramento after fans kept yelling, I'm Rick James, bitch. He returned to the stage to say the show was ruining his life and added, you know why my show is good? Because the network officials say you're not smart enough to get what I'm doing, and every day I fight for you. I tell them how smart you are. It turns out I was wrong. You people are stupid. <laughs> so Chappelle was pissed. Now, by the way. Uh, Chappelle has a long history of wa- these weird shows where he's angry at the crowd and walks off stage. Yeah, so you yeah. can kind of like, as much as that's a cool moment, like to look back at that, that he told the crowd to fuck themselves. Yeah. At a certain point, it's like, Dave, come on, you want these people are paying to see you. <laughs> Calm down, Axel Rose. <laughs> there is like a buddy of mine, uh, I think it was 2011. I remember this made headline. This, this was a pretty popular mm-hmm. uh, story where Chappelle, like when he was starting to come back, uh, he was starting to do bigger shows again and everything. Like before this, he was playing, you know, weird basements in the middle of the yeah. country and shit. Uh, now he's starting to come back, and uh, he was at that uh, Oddball Comedy Festival oh, that a lot yeah. of big names did. It was in Hartford, <clears throat> and uh, it was same type of thing. People started to yell shit. Uh, I think it was late in the day, and people were drunk. It was a festival, uh, so they were there all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess Chappelle like told people to shut the fuck up, and they wouldn't. So then he just sat there. <laughs> and he was like, you know, they're paying me either way. <laughs> and he just fucking sat there and like stared at the crowd. And it was, it's funny for us to hear about, but if you're there, you're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> right. And we were talking, I mean, you were talking the other day um, that a lot of times people go to his shows and he would just be hammered on stage. Well, yeah. I mean, you heard that at the uh, the Madison uh-huh. Square Garden 9-11 show. I guess he was shit-faced. Oh, that'd be, I'd be furious if I spent that kind of money. Oh, yeah. on but show. shows like that, I, may, I mean, I've never uh, I've never had the chance to ask him. But uh-huh. maybe he would tell you that at a comedy festival he's less worried about. Because when yeah. I saw him, I saw yeah. him uh, in Providence, and he was perfect. Like, mm-hmm. it, there was not a single... It was his act. It was basically what you saw in one of the Netflix specials. Um, so maybe his excuse would be like, hey, you're seeing 25 comics. Do I really... Yeah. But he'll stand on stage for like nine hours, so I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, there's some comics that are just like that. Well, yeah, my Dur- brother-in-law went to go see Tracy Morgan. He was like, he was wasted the whole time, and yeah. it was just hitting on a girl in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> see, that, that, <laughs> that would that would still be funny. Uh, <laughs> he he but, said ordinarily it would be. He's like, but it just like the jokes weren't hitting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that, so the big difference with uh, Tracy Morgan and Chappelle is though, like. If you see Tracy Morgan do that, you're like, ah, that's Tracy. Yeah, yeah. That's how that rascal. With Dave, you expect like 
mind-altering wisdom. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> so if he's shit-faced, like, fuck you, young. Like, right, <laughs> uh, so not long after that, 2004, um, we start to get to the point where uh, season two is over, mm-hmm. and you start to hear rumors that Dave Chappelle's left the show. Comedy Central, like I've said, uh, offered him $52 million, I believe it was, wow. over... I forget exactly. Three or four seasons. That's it. Yeah, I think. Uh, possibly five. It might have been ten wow. million a season, but around either. No matter what, it's big money. Right. right? But and, he uh, didn't want to get roped in that long. He, d- he didn't want to get roped in that long. He was starting to have uh, stressful days. He was really getting tired of doing the show, as you could hear from that uh, uh, show in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. He felt like people weren't getting the show. Like in his mind. It's it's like uh, we talked about with Norman Lear, where the cast was saying, hey, we're doing some groundbreaking storylines, and these assholes see us in public and yell dynamite. <laughs> you know? Like, what the, what the fuck? Where I think that's where Chappelle was getting, where he's like, Rick James, bitch, is your takeaway from the, the art I'm creating? Yeah. So he's talking about- At some point, it's like, get off your high horse. Well, catchphrases exist for the, yeah. a reason. There's some of that. There's some of that. But he's also- like he said on on stage, he's battling with the network over and over again where they're saying, oh, the people won't get this. You know, if you put this mm-hmm. in there, change this because people won't get it. And he's like, you're, you're, you're thinking of them as idiots. Like, they're not – my audience is an idiot. And it's, then in that moment, he felt like, oh, maybe they are. Well, the thing, <laughs> the thing with the Rick James thing and he gets pissed at that's their takeaway is – uh, it's what a, a seven-minute sketch, and he says, "I'm Rick James, twelve hundred times." Yeah, it's just a in, ton of time. in the thing. It's like, what right. do you expect people to take away from it? But yeah, but and even that, uh, I don't know. I get, I get what you're saying. Where obviously that's going to be some people's takeaway. Yeah, but I also get it being frustrating because for you and the audience, you're mm-hmm. yelling it out once. <laughs> yeah, for him, he hears it every day, yeah. everywhere no, he goes. No, I understand that, but it's like, and it's not just Rick James. It's uh, you know, to, you, uh, you I'm, I'm rich, bitch, all that type of shit. Unity, yeah. Unity. <laughs> But the, there's also like the you're he's I don't know I feel like when you're in that position you're right you get frustrated like easily but you you also have to understand like you're grabbing like casual fans like every once yeah. in a while and be like oh I saw this this was kind of funny uh, maybe I'll go see this guy right and you're like you're yeah. a new fan of his and I don't know. I'm not I'm not even saying Chappelle's 100 percent right I yeah. guess I'm saying I would rather every artist and every comedian and every television writer be more like Chappelle than the opposite. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, oh, I love that they're yelling our wacky catchphrase. Yeah, you know, like it's so much better for television. To the machine, and now, <laughs> right, and now, that, oh god, now that's all. Well, I don't have a problem with like Burt Kreischer doing it because he saves it at the end, like he does it at the right. end. Yeah, to a, Ga- Gaffigan does the same thing, oh, where he that's does. So weird that people request comedy bits. They yell hot pockets or whatever. So weird. And Gaffigan will do it at the end to appease yeah. people. Seen it, and and that, mm-hmm. that's that's fine, but. It's it's uh, now we're at the point in television where it's like that's everything where it's like hey make a Batman movie yeah and it's Cons- like all right what if Superman's kids gay Won't that, <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy <laughs> so they're just coming up with different spins on yeah. things that already exist because there's no creativity and yeah, New mm-hmm. Superman doesn't use his X-ray vision at all because that's uh, stepping over the line <laughs> and they didn't give permission yes um, what's next Matt so now he's, so now he's on Oprah right yes okay so uh, after being Damn, so look how skinny she was this is uh oprah's looking good um after this is kind of i'm not the guy to play the race card or anything but this is an example of hollywood genuinely being uh-huh. racist whereas i don't even know if this is the right ra- maybe maybe not racist but like 
just evil. <laughs> because I don't know if it's a race thing. Maybe they would have done the same thing with a white guy. But uh, all of a sudden, you start to hear stories out there that Chappelle uh, moved to Africa, is in a psych oh, ward, yeah. and is doing crack cocaine. I remember those stories. <laughs> I heard all of those. Yeah, I heard all those too. Yeah, Chappelle is now uh, on drugs, according to the media. Um, which, I mean, he was always smoking weed. But yeah. other than that, there's it, never been ties to The Chappelle only anymore. drug he may have done when he was gone is steroids, because he got huge. I, dude, I was literally yeah. just going to say, look how normal-sized his head is. <laughs> it's weird. So we're going to hear Chappelle. Oh, this is the first clip we're hearing of Chappelle, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's going to be weird to hear his old voice. Oh, I yeah. know. Oh, the high-pitched thing. Yeah, that's go back so and watch weird. Kill, go back and watch Kill Him Softly. It's a different guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Totally. <laughs> that's why I think he actually was on steroids. Well, it's all cigarettes, Absolutely. too. That's uh, right. Yeah. He wasn't smoking back then? Uh, well, I mean, just the years. Of, yes, but yeah. twenty years of three packs a day or whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, he goes through packs on stage. Oh, <laughs> I know enough. that's so much. Nuts. He didn't smoke in his uh, last special, which I was surprised by. Uh, it might not have been allowed. It probably wasn't allowed. Some I places, thought... even with the art bullshit, okay. where it's like, oh, it's yeah. a performance. Some places we, still don't allow. It. We talked about that there in Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what? COVID too, probably. Ah, uh, yeah. I imagine COVID had something to do with it. Um. So. His big first appearance back in public is on uh, Oprah. What's the first clip, Matt? Uh, talking about the success of the Chappelle show. Okay. So, yeah, I think this is Oprah pretty much just telling you uh, uh, the heights it's reached. So what happened? Did you find yourself spiraling downward? Well, first of all, yeah, but I don't want to make it as a thing where I'm absolving myself of any responsibility. Yeah. Of it. Obviously, I'm, I'm partially responsible. You know, a lot of it has to do with me. Was there a tipping point for you? I'll give you an example. The first season ends. Yeah. Uh, and in the middle of the seasons, there was a, a renegotiation. Okay. Ultimately, through a series of events and a, and a little pressure, uh, I ended up uh, settling for, for way less than what I wanted um, and going forward and then in season two, the DVD's released, and it sets all these incredible records. Turns out the Half back Half a million end, in one day, right. 1.2 million in a week, the Damn. largest selling oh, television shit. DVD of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So now suddenly, suddenly this is a, a bigger money maker than they thought. I was already making money, but now yeah. all of a sudden it's a whole new revenue stream, and my contract's up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you hear how fucking crazy successful that was. Yeah, Half right. a million in a day it sold. And that's people physically going to the store mm. back then. It's, you know it, what I mean? There is something different about that, too. Where yeah. You have to get out of your house and buy the DVD. Go to straw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have the box set. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how rewatchable that show is, too. It is. And there's only. The, that's the. That, stays funny. I brought up the 28 episodes. That's the amazing thing is that. <laughs> Uh, Comedy Central this day reruns it all the time. Oh, and yeah. the idea of reruns is like uh, the reason for syndication, like not, not a rule, but uh, uh, their basis is when you get to 100 episodes, you're in syndication. Right, right. And the logic behind that is, well, we're going to run it five nights a week. So we want people to keep coming back and saying, oh, I haven't seen this episode of uh, you know Married with yeah. Children or whatever the fuck. Great show. With, with Chappelle, mm -hmm. there's 28 episodes that they run every night. Yeah. And people will watch them over and over again. They're just, they're so well done. It's, it's <laughs> It really is, uh, in my opinion, the best uh, sketch show ever done. And we talk about, uh, so our, our big uh, segment here, not really a segment, just a throwaway <laughs> thing, but uh, we talk about 
uh, what did I call it? Coaching tree. Coaching yeah. tree. Where people, uh, uh, influences that have come from <clears throat> Chappelle's show. I mean, every sketch show that Comedy Central did after this. Oh, every sketch e- on, show uh, after this. Aim, well, but ju- well, just on Comedy Central, look at the yeah. format, whether it's uh, Amy Schumer, Dimitri Martin, Sarah Silverman, Kroll. Nick Kroll, Key and Peele. Every sketch show was, we'll do a little stand-up, we'll talk right. to the crowd, right. and hey, mm-hmm. play this clip. Yeah. Right. That was every sketch show after this, whereas I, I don't know, did Kids in the Hall or any of those guys do that before Chappelle? I don't really remember that sort of format, where it's like uh, a stand-up or a... A guy talking. SCTV. I think they. I think uh, kids in the hall had talking segments. Maybe. I. I, I, I couldn't bit. tell you the last time I watched. But that kids was. In the but hall. that was more of a like an ensemble cast. Yeah. Right. Like this like, was set up like so Seinfeld. This. Well, but like, but this one was it was made like this was Chappelle's show. Like he yeah. was the stand-up guy who came out, introduced the clips. Like he was the host as well as like the star. It was yeah. Seinfeld like in the sense that like let me show yeah. you a stand-up bit around what you're about to see. Right. Which had, I don't think it really been done. Correct me if I'm wrong on uh, Twitter or something. Um, but. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, those are the obvious influences are pretty mm-hmm. much every sketch show that came after it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we have next? Still on Oprah. No, I know. Um, Oprah? talking about the show not being socially responsible. <laughs> oh, so this is, it's not, it's not what you think. I know you think this is sarcastic. <laughs> this is actually, uh, the reason that Chappelle talks about leaving. He talked about this, um, with Oprah and then he did an episode. I don't love Letterman's, uh third act or whatever this is mm-hmm. where he's grown his beard and now he's a thoughtful guy who does an interview <laughs> show on Netflix but he did uh, I thought easily his best episode was the one with Chappelle mm-hmm. I thought they had a very good conversation and he talks about this a little more in depth uh, but he talks about the reason uh, one of the reasons uh, oh well I'll set this up but I want to go back for a second uh, but in this clip he, he talks about one of the reasons that he started to think like are people finding the right things funny? Like going back to the Rick James thing. Uh. Uh, but just about that last clip, uh, one more thing is he is, we'll talk about uh, kind of the money and what part was his fault in taking the deal and all that. But uh, you hear in the last clip where he's talking about like, I signed the first deal and I didn't take, I took less than I wanted and all that. Um, there, There is a point of like, when does uh, the industry do right by these guys and I think $50 million is doing right by them, but also like just getting off their ass. And I think that was more important to Chappelle where it's like just not hearing any feedback from guys don't, who don't know what the fuck they're doing was more important to him than mm-hmm. even making a hundred million dollars. You know, there's also, I don't know if it's in the videos, but there was always an example he brought up about, oh, he's uh, about to talk about it. The N word. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's just hear that. Okay, you mentioned a moment ago that you felt that there were some things that weren't socially responsible. Like what? Like there's this one sketch we did that was about uh, this pixie that would appear whenever racist things happen. Whenever <laughs> someone make you feel like they calling you that N-word, uh-huh. but don't say it. And it was, it was funny. And the, the premise of the sketch was that every race had this like pixie, this like <laughs> racial complex. And uh, but the but the pixie was in blackface. Now, <laughs> blackface is a very difficult image. But the reason I had chosen blackface at the time was because this was going to be the visual personification of the N word. It was right. it the, it was a it was a good spirit or intention behind it. But what I didn't consider is 
how many people watch the show and how the way people use television is subjective. I completely understand. Yeah. I go finish, because I have a story to tell you. So then when I'm on the set and we're finally right taping the sketch. Fascinating. Somebody on the set that was white laughed in such a way. I know the difference of people laughing with me and people laughing at me. And it was the first time I'd ever gotten a laugh that I was uncomfortable with. Hmm. Not just uncomfortable, but like, should I fire this person? <laughs> <laughs> So basically he's saying there was a Craig on staff that just thought, ooh, he said the N-word and was giggling to himself. <laughs> I never. <laughs> just a true racist is what uh, Chappelle was talking Wait about. a minute. Wait a minute. So I have mixed uh, I have mixed feelings on that, and I'm curious what you guys think, because uh, part of me says that, hey, you're making a show that's going on TV. Mm-hmm. You're not showing this to your buddies, you right. know. You're not. Sele- this is going on national television. Hopefully, a lot of people watch it. Like that's your goal. Yeah, I that's your goal. You talked about how great it was that everyone bought the fucking DVDs. That that was setting records. So obviously, you want a lot of people to see it. So you kind of have to accept the fact that morons are going to watch your show. Well, I want to know what uh, a blackface pixie got a laugh that he was uncomfortable with was some like white guy like, <laughs> like yes you know i think like, he's literally like, saying because i've heard of he go like i said he goes more in depth about it on uh, the letterman thing yeah um for netflix reasons i couldn't use that clip but uh he he's basically saying yeah they were laughing at the blackface rather than what the blackface meant hmm. but your point is kind of uh, where i was going to go where i'm torn on a little where it's like maybe it's just him being paranoid very possible. You know what I mean? Maybe the guy was laughing at what he was doing, and Chappelle's like, oh, this white motherfucker is laughing because this is black. He, do- he doesn't get it. Where, again, he yeah. may be more, there's two things there, where he may be more uh, uh, cued in on it and aware of it, where I wouldn't be, but he also may be more sensitive to it, whereas right. I wouldn't be that either. Well, I hate you know? those go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. It's like, also, you you made this, dude. <laughs> that, well, that's what I'm saying, is he, right. he made it so... He kind of has to accept Whatever. that people might not understand. Yeah, right? I mean, like the the difference between creation or intention and interpretation. Because well, that's the thing with blackface too is it's very uh, a lot of people don't get it. I'd be very curious to know mm-hmm. what he thinks about because I've never heard him talk about this. I'd be very curious to know what he thinks about like the episodes of Thirty Rock and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia getting taken down. Yeah. Off of uh, like Hulu and Netflix and shit. Well, there's very evil cackles in the screenings. (laughs) Yeah, if there were no laughs, then maybe it'd be all right. (laughs) No, but I'd be curious because, in (laughs) in my opinion, those are not blackface in the sense that... Disrespectful. It wasn't minstrel show type blackface. Uh, Although it was in one of the 30 Rock sketches because they were mocking... It was it was John Hamm wearing a blackface. Oh yeah, and it was a sketch with Tracy Morgan and John Hamm, and John Hamm was wearing blackface. But it was mm-hmm. it was a sketch of a show from like the 1950s or something. It was in black right. and white and everything. And the idea was making fun of the fact that they used to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious if Chappelle would say that episode should get taken down because it represents something that was socially irresponsible, or if he would say no, that obviously Tina Fey is not a fucking racist. <laughs> She's yeah. trying to show something that was bad in our culture in the past. I'm also curious what he would think of the, like the uh, the Megyn Kelly getting fired for asking a question about it. I'm yeah. curious what his thought was on that, because he was awfully quiet during that. Well, I don't know if he was purposely well, quiet. Well, I know, but it's, yeah. if, if it, <laughs> the well, first thought isn't, well, it's, what does Dave Chappelle right, so think this, about So this yeah. clip is 2006. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about it. Yeah. He's talking about this very same thing. When was that? Two years ago? That Letterman interview? 
Well, well Letterman it. interviewed him about it. Right. Yeah. But it's still it's about on, his show. But it's still on his mind that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is a stretch. I don't know, but it's no one I, asked I, him about Megyn Kelly. He's not avoiding the subject. Yeah. He talks. He kind of talks about everything like that. Well, do you want to hear? We have a clip for him talking about the different kinds of laughs. You yeah, I don't get the Megyn. See if he Kelly. clears it up. Yeah, let's see if he clears. Defend yeah. your girl, Megyn <laughs> Kelly. Maybe <laughs> that'd be great if he was like, it's like you know, Oprah. In a few years, there's going to be this girl, Megyn Kelly, <laughs> 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 and what I think she's going to do is very dangerous. <laughs> She asked why. <laughs> what was it about the laugh? I know all these people be watching TV. That there's a lot of people who will understand exactly what I'm doing. Then there's another group of people who are just fans, like the the people that the kind of people that scream, "I'm Rick James, be at my concerts." Yeah. That this along for a different kind of celebrity. Two years later, that's Rick James B. They're gonna get something <laughs> completely different. Completely different. Yeah. They're concerned. Yeah. I don't want, I gotta, I mean, I don't want black people to be disappointed in me for putting that out there. No, it's you like, don't want to be disappointed in yourself. You know what, Oprah? <laughs> uh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Oprah? <laughs> but that is, I, that's something Chappelle struggled with a lot, where he is now this kind of like preacher. Like he's become a philosopher and a preacher, essentially. And uh, yeah. some of it's weird. <laughs> Like the the George Floyd thing he put out, oh. where he's like, it was basically the movie uh, Twenty Three with Jim Carrey, where he's like, isn't it weird? Kobe Bryant's jersey number <laughs> versus the time the George. Like, what are you talking about, Dave? <laughs> it was a little conspiratorial. Yeah, but he does. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's an obligation he feels or whatever it is. He feels a need to talk about that kind of stuff, and I think he does it brilliantly. Even whether I agree with him on everything or not, he hates white he, people. He man. doesn't. I don't think he does. <sighs> I, I think he hates a certain. It's like yes. we'll talk about Patrice in a few weeks and, or whatever that is. Yeah. Or we uh, did. I don't know. Or maybe we talked about. <laughs> who knows? But uh, it's the same thing with Patrice. Well, uh, uh, people would say Patrice was racist against white people. What? I think it's a uh, an in, not injustice, but um, more than that, a a glaring difference in the way black entertainers are treated. That he, he, and I think the reason he talks about uh, the trans issue show so uh-huh. much is he would talk about uh, guys like Martin Lawrence and Chris Rock and uh, a few of those other guys that came before him having to do drag. Mm-hmm. Like they all would always put them in a dress in a sketch or something like that. And at one point, I guess they wanted Chappelle uh, to do it and he, he refused yeah. to do it. And he said, Why is it that you always want us? To be portrayed like this like, at some point. That clears up the uh, the trans issues he's got. Uh, it may be. <laughs> maybe, maybe it comes from that. Well, no, it's the threat threatened by the black man Yeah, is the, the whole idea that I think you're, you're jumping on. I have on. no idea what you're talking about. Well, no, I mean, so like the there was there's this theory that like black masculinity is. Yes, the they want to emasculate. Oh, right. It is what, what Chappelle's trying yes. to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's 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 an inner struggle, and that's the. You know, you could uh, you could probably go around this room and realize that sometimes it is nice to be a fucking moron like me. It's yeah, I live in blissful ignorance. Why are you looking at me? Where I'm not. <laughs> it's so sick. I'm not. It is. It's great. I'm not burdened. We're not burdened with all these yes. troublesome thoughts. Exactly. And, and theories. And dude, that, what, that's actually what I was gonna I, jumping off what you were saying. I, I think that's part of it. I, he. Patrice actually talked about this on ONA a couple of times. He's like letting white people in on the joke. Yes. Is it like him. is is it well? No, he didn't say it bothered him. He said it was hard to to do that in a way that everyone would get it 
Right. And you wouldn't just reinforce things for idiots. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a tough. Yeah. And that's again, not to do this in every t- every time this fucking argument comes up. I think white guys <laughs> feel the need to do this, but it is something like real. I, show I will too. genuinely. <laughs> I <know>. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I will genuinely, and no one in this room will ever understand that no. burden that he feels, where like he's doing a disservice to his race while also trying to be an outspoken voice and advocate for them. For them. Exactly. And that's the dichotomy between letting people in on the joke versus reinforcing right. stereotypes. Like Which is why saying. which is why I think it was so uh necessary for him to turn down fifty two million dollars because he's looking at these white suits telling him what's funny. Yeah. I'm sure telling him if that ever came up in a meeting, ah, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. And Chappelle looking back at them thinking, how the fuck would you know yeah. if it's a big deal to me or not? Right. So I imagine that that bothered him uh, a lot and was a tough thing for him. Mm. Yeah, what I was talking about yeah. earlier was there was uh, there was something with uh, an executive saying something about the N-word. Yeah. And he got pissed that they couldn't, that they were taking a stand on it and they clearly couldn't really because it was a white woman. I okay. just forget the exact story. Yeah, which is, I think I know what you're talking about, but it was a similar type of thing. Yeah, he, he brings it up often and I... Actually, yeah, I don't know why I can't. I, see, I thought it was this. I think it might, maybe you're th- it's this you're thinking of, but it was. <laughs> We're gonna do this for every clip. We're gonna get. It. No, 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 no. I'm saying what we just played. Oh, I think yeah. I thought it might have been that. No, but, um, no, it wasn't. Um, it was literally he was on the phone with an executive. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe he talks about the Letterman thing too. That's oh. a much better. Go watch the Letterman thing instead. You've already downloaded this. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you no. give us that five minutes? Come on. <laughs> what uh? What's next, Matt? Uh, Comedy Central lied. Yeah. So. <laughs> Again, now, so now he's seeing this, and uh, he, he's dealing with all this shit—the Rick James bitch and the uh, the the racial stuff—and mm-hmm. then he's also hearing what's put out in the media. And at a certain point, even me, who has no money, <laughs> says like, "I kind of am starting to get it. <laughs> like, why? You would, <laughs> how you could get to the point where you turned down fifty million dollars?" Right. Uh huh. I still haven't gotten to why you just disappeared. So you had that moment. The guy's laughing too much. Was that the tipping point for you? Was that the straw? That was the first tipping point. Okay. That's laughing too much. And they put in the paper that I had uh, pneumonia, God knows what. Mm -hmm. It was walking pneumonia because I was walking all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Pause for a second, Matt. Uh, I was relaxed. Sorry, I should have set that up. So uh, season three was delayed. Uh, There were multiple delays for season three, and they said that uh, Chappelle has pneumonia. That was before. This was before the drug thing and the psych ward thing. They said Chappelle has pneumonia, and they asked him to go along with it. And he was like, "I don't have pneumonia. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do the show." I said I wanted to take a break because he was dealing with stress and stuff like that. They didn't want to say stress because they thought he would sound crazy, <laughs> which in, especially now in the time of like <laughs> mental health awareness and all that shit. Yeah, it's only fifteen years ago that they were like, "Oh, you'll sound nuts if you say you need to take some time off." <laughs> um, so that's what he's talking about here. Uh, and then uh, after that, I, I was coming back to the show, and uh, then they were like, "Well, Dave, you know, you should just back up the pneumonia story." And I was like, "I'm, you know, that was your thing. I'm not, I'm not backing up a pneumonia story." And then the, the next day, it was in the paper that I had writer's block. Then I knew something was getting ready to get stressful because I hadn't even started writing. <clears throat> it was I was on the schedule to write, so I was like, "What's?" You know, what's going on? Are they going to... So these are your people trying to feed... Manipulate me. Sounds like somebody's trying to put young Dave in a compromising position. (laughs) 
But you know, okay, so then I got worse. So when I said I'm not gonna do it, then all of a sudden I was like, well, now he has walking pneumonia. And then I knew long before I walked, I had considered walking. You had considered it? I had considered walking because I went back to work and the vitamin love was gone because it was a real ugly negotiation. It's a situation where now everybody's taking credit for this and that and the other. So it's just, it was getting ridiculous. And I knew I was going to leave. So I got ahead of schedule and I bounced. And I didn't tell anybody where I was going. The whole time, they're trying to convince me I'm insane. <laughs> they were trying to get me to take psychotic medication. Yeah. Like I'm sitting around, you know, I was stressed out. But the people that were telling me I was insane, I believed that they knew what was going on. Huh. So, uh, this was troublesome. Yeah. <laughs> this was troublesome, <laughs> to say the least. I do, I think, by the way, that, uh, Chappelle picked Oprah to do his like return interview with, just so he could say things like "Mm, mm Oprah." <laughs> to be able to, I feel like you really love that. Yeah, to be able to end a sentence with Oprah is just yeah. awesome. <laughs> so you hear there, uh, they're starting the plot to make him seem insane. Yeah, and it worked. I was a Chappelle show fan, mm -hmm. and uh, for years, I mean, I was only fifteen, so maybe it worked with our demographic specifically, mm. but. Uh, I, for a while, I was like, oh, Chappelle went nuts. Yeah, me too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's what everyone our age thought. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, he's just crazy. He went to Africa, which, yeah. by the way, he did, which yeah. I, I think that might be in for one of the clips, but. The, sh the Letterman one. Well, actually, I don't know what part we're playing from that uh, um, Tonight Show or not, whatever. Sometimes you can just let me get there organically. <laughs> Well, no, it was, it was like a 15-minute video, so I don't know if we're playing that part. Okay, well, as I'm, as I'm saying, he did go to uh, South Africa. But yeah. they portrayed that, and that, this is the race thing where, like, even I can pick up on this one, where, like, it is a weird thing for white executives to be like, he must be crazy. Yeah. Went to, who would go uh, to Africa? I got, un <laughs> I, I, I got uncomfortable watching that. Right? Like, yeah. like what kind yeah. of a crazy person would go to Africa, which Chappelle has a funny line about, but. Um, when did he, it, do we get to him converting to Islam? Um, I don't know if that was during. <laughs> I don't know this. when that was. I don't know if that was even during this. Because I think that was well, that was that was something that I had heard. That like when they were talking about, oh, Chappelle went crazy, like oh, he converted to Islam and now he hates America, and he, yeah. that's why he went to Africa. That was one of the things that I had heard. Well, he studies. I know he's a, no, he doesn't he, he doesn't convert to Islam. Well, I, comedy, <laughs> he's Muslim. He's I'm Muslim. just saying that's one of the things. Comedy Central's like, yeah, the uh, the war in Afghanistan is fresh still. So. Yeah. I think it may have something to do with Dave Chappelle. <laughs> they found weapons of mass destruction in Ohio. <laughs> uh, well, they'll answer all our, all our questions and more. Mm -hmm. I think. What's uh, the next Oprah clip, Matt? Um, asking if like if the was the fame that bothered him. Okay. Yeah. Were you too cool? <laughs> You've worked your whole life for it. You yeah. wanted it. You've you know, struggled to get it, sacrifice, sacrifice rejected many times, told that things wouldn't work, wouldn't work, wouldn't work, and then all of a sudden, you're the genius, and we're gonna give you $50 million. And that was too much for you to handle? <sighs> a shitty question. No. That's the thing that I always read that, that makes me mad, no. It was the fame, couldn't stand the fame. Yeah. I love being famous. Yeah. <laughs> It's phenomenal. When I came out here and everybody was like, hooray, I was like, ow, back on TV.
<laughs> okay? So that's clear. It's not the fame. It's what? It's the way the people around you position themselves around you to get in your pockets and in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is infuriating to me. And just to add to that, there's a, a part of the interview that I didn't include, but uh, uh, it's, I think it's one of the more famous references that he makes in this interview. But he's talking about how uh, what fame does to people, and he references like Mariah Carey mm -hmm. and Martin Lawrence, yeah. uh, which I, we'll have to get into Martin Lawrence one day, because I don't remember, yeah. I don't know a lot about his breakdown, <laughs> but I guess he was in the streets waving a gun at one point, yeah. <laughs> shit like that. So he Gil references those. Real Gilbert Arenas. And he says, uh, he says with a lot of these people, and he uh, he references like black celebrities and everything, but I think fame in general mm -hmm. does it to people where, when you have a breakdown, it's usually when you get to a certain point of fame. And he was kind of saying that he, it probably has a lot to do with not just uh, the money that they dangle over your head, but the the power that they dangle over you, where they want to have this much creative control over what you're doing, uh, or even just. Telling people you're fucking crazy, telling the media you're crazy. Yeah, with a lot of people, like who knows? Maybe with Mariah Carey, they started saying she was crazy before she. It, like it was a self fulfilling prophecy. Maybe <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I don't they know about her. her. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about yeah. her specifically. But with some people, when you start to hear you're crazy, you're like maybe I am fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then eventually you kind of feed into that unknowingly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was uh, that. I mean, you're hearing a lot of what. Chappelle was dealing with it at that time, and it's amazing because, like I said, we all thought he went crazy. Like, oh, he went to Africa. Must, I mean, it was a successful nuts. smear campaign. It was a very successful smear <laughs> campaign, and it shows you what, um, you know, and they continue to do. Like, you'll watch these uh, free yeah. Britney documentaries and shit, and it's like, wow, the media treated her so horribly. Yeah. It's like, why is that different than what you do to anyone that gets famous now? Yeah. I, Any, I mean, whether it's cancel culture bullshit yeah. or, uh, uh, you know, someone... Uh, who's like just life, personal life? You mm -hmm. get way too invasive on. Oh man, all, the Britney shit. All I can think about is that episode of Chappelle Show. Uh, uh, sorry, South Park, when they make her kill herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, God. maybe in her mind, if, if only. <laughs> all right. Um, any more Oprah, uh, Matt? I forget. Yeah, the last one is uh, talking about whether or not he was in a psychiatric ward. <laughs> oh yeah. So let's hear this. So th this is where he talks about uh, going to Africa and everything. <laughs> So did you go to a psychiatric hospital? In South Africa? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I, I was so... I'm only asking because no, I need I'm to just, ask. I got to get people thinking, all right, who goes from America to Africa for medical attention? <laughs> so true. I like that Oprah goes so true. <laughs> I imagine yeah, this yeah. is sound like the most irresponsible journalism <laughs> in the world. I cannot imagine yeah. being a journalist and hearing this yeah. from from these people <laughs> and just running with it. It was on everything. Yeah. So it's like you know we we uh, we wonder why now like conspiracy th like oh. conspiracy theorists used to be the on the fringes. Yeah. Used to be some one one rogue nut. They'd hear on like overnight radio or something, um, and, and but now it's like a, a, a popular uh, 
what am I looking for? Genre yeah. of like podcasts and books and things it's, like that. It's an accept, it's an acceptable aspect of one's personality. Com- completely, <laughs> yeah. So it's not crazy to be a conspiracy theorist anymore. And I think part of that is, you know, like people will blame like politics and all that shit. Mm. But a lot of it is uh, we did not have the access to like at the time if NBC says Dave Chappelle went crazy and moved to Africa and is in a psych ward. We have really no choice but to believe that. Yeah. Other than like our common sense, I guess, where we could say, "Ah, that doesn't sound See, right." I don't. I don't uh, uh, recall the psych ward part. I just remember. Oh, I do. I, oh, I do. Yeah. I, I remember him just being in South Africa and not wanting to come back. I remember the psych ward, and they also said, which I I don't remember if he had. Oh, he said he yeah he talked about drugs. They said he was on crack. Right. Well, I knew that crack. part. Which is that what? might be the most racist part. Uh, yeah. Uh, you think? Yeah. Yeah. He's on uh, whatever the black drug is at this time. You know. <laughs> he went to Africa and yeah. did crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What other stereo? He joined a gang. Yeah. He, uh... <laughs> I don't know. He mentions PCP a couple times in some sketches. Yeah. He abandoned his kids. All you know. His favorite movies: <laughs> Training Day. Yeah. All the hits. Oh. Uh, so. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it is nuts what the media did to him, and it shows you that like maybe people that question the media aren't that fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not crazy to question well, a lot of the shit that they put out there too. because back in the day, that's all we had. But oh, now yeah. you have ten million outlets. Well, like only shortly before this was like oh, when like Matt Drudge like started his website and started right. like digging through like CBS's trash and right. shit. Yeah, you know. And I mean, it's hard to say because because of that, we also have. The sloppiest journalism of all time now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was like tabloids would put something out there for for yeah. views, but now that's everyone. So it's hard to say which time is better because now we have more options. But because you have more options, you have no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's I can agree partly with that. It's I mean, it's, it's tough. It's tough yeah. to say, you know. Um, but regardless, obviously, uh, Chappelle's show was. Uh, Cancelled, <laughs> but, but but not quite. So, so this is this is. I don't really even understand how this all happened. But uh, so that that interview was in what May or April of '06, I think. Hmm. Um, later that year, in December, during their uh, whatever Comedy Central does at the end of the year, fucking you know, Laugh Riot 2006, whatever the fuck they do, they started running ads saying, "Gang, guess who's coming back? Season three of Chappelle's show." Uh, will be will be premiering soon. I'm sorry. You know what? I think I might have the timeline wrong. That ad may have played before the Oprah interview. Uh-huh. It was in December of 05. Oh, December of 05. So a few months okay. before the so Oprah the, interview. So uh, he may have said it during the Oprah interview, but definitely around that time, he said if they – people forget this Oprah interview was still in the midst of like where he might come back. Right. Yeah. Like he's talking all this shit and everything, but he hasn't resigned <laughs> completely, and he hasn't uh, completely said he's never going to come back. But he did say, if they um, don't give me creative control, and if they play any one of these episodes without my permission, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Comedy Central stopped playing those ads. Uh Toot sweet. They were like, oh, all right. (laughs) Whoops. You you can play some hardball, Dave. (laughs) Uh, So they stopped stopped running those ads. But evidently, uh, I guess negotiations didn't go well. Mm. And uh, later that year. I think is when they played what they called the Lost episodes. It was in June yeah. of the year, right? So a couple months yes. later. Yeah, so they played the Lost episodes where you have uh, Charlie Murphy and Donnell Rawlings oh. host. And obviously, 
Uh, I mean, Charlie Murphy's no longer with us, unfortunately. But Charlie Murphy toured with Chappelle a little bit. And Donald Rawlings still opens for Chappelle to this yeah. day. So obviously it didn't hurt their relationship too he's, much. Yeah, he's attached at his legs. Completely. Yeah. Um, Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> and, right. And he's a funny guy. But like he still, he still opens for Chappelle and all that. Um, so at the time, people called Donnell Rawlings and Charlie Murphy traitors, mm-hmm. which is like... I, I can understand why you'd think, like, oh, they're trying to take over his show, I guess. But Chappelle was still in all the sketches, which is weird. It's like, yeah. you can't do the show without Chappelle, obviously. No. So why even put these episodes out? And they didn't they didn't clear it with Dave Pryor? No. So Donald Rawlings explains why. Okay. And it was a, it's, 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 it was, it was an interesting situation because you have Comedy Central on one end. It's like, all right. We did pay for these. We can't just not do it. Mm-hmm. And then you had um, out. You had on the other end is, what do you do? And that was a tough decision for me and Charlie to host the to host the lost episode because nobody had walked through that curtain. It was his show. Nobody had walked through that curtain. You know what I'm saying? At the time, he hadn't really communicated his thoughts on what he wanted to do. Like. If the nigga would have called me and said, yo, son, don't do it, I wouldn't have fucked with it, you know? But also, it was an opportunity for me because I still was getting a name for myself. And it was another opportunity for um, people to continue to see what I bring to comedy. And I think that me and Charlie did it in the most tasteful way that we Mm -hmm. could do it. When Charlie was like, he said, man, we didn't want to come out here. I said, fuck that, speak to yourself. Nigga, I need as much camera time <laughs> right, as I right, can right. get. <laughs> right, right, right. It was like, you know, some people feels like that lost episodes kind of uh, sold the, the audience short. But what do you do but try to do something creative so people can continue to see the work? It's tough. In hindsight, it's very easy to say he should have just not done it. Because it's like it's three episodes. What well, do you really? It's very easy to say that because he's clearly yeah. like money, 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 money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he's at a point in his career where he could have turned down. Money. Exactly. I agree. You know what I mean? Which makes what Chappelle did so admirable, I guess, because Chappelle wasn't totally there either, where he could just turn down fifty yeah. million dollars and not miss it. <clears throat> but Donald Rawlings was far less famous than Chappelle. Yeah, he was oh, probably yeah. literally like paying his bills. Yeah, like right. you know what I mean? I don't know about paycheck to paycheck, but, but he was like not living easy. But you guys hear him? He didn't even say money. He said screen time. That's true too. Like, where like that screen time? Exactly. Where he's trying to make a name for. He's trying yeah. to become Donald Rawlings. Yeah. Where instead of just Ashley Larry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's still. I mean, people still yell that shit at him. Like, he's not, <laughs> like when I saw Chappelle, Donald Rawlings open for him, and they said, uh, "You know him as Ashley Larry from the Chappelle show." <laughs> so they, that's still like attached to him. Ashley Larry is a hilarious <laughs> character. It's great. But I so I threw that in there. Particularly because I think it's an interesting dynamic to show how, like, I don't at all blame Donnell Rawlings for doing it. Oh, yeah. But it also shows you how tough it must have been for Chappelle to do something on a much higher magnitude. Yeah. Like, much more at stake for Chappelle. Um, And, you know, it could have hurt – that could have hurt Donnell Rawlings' relationship with Chappelle by doing it. Yeah. It didn't, obviously, but it could have. But it would have been far worse for him career-wise to be like, fuck you. Right. Oh, because he's, he's not Dave Chappelle. He, he can't say yeah. fuck you to Comedy Central, you know? And who knows with that, if someone at Comedy Central then is working at Netflix now, right. maybe they say you don't have the half hour that you have. You're not on Burt Kreischer's show and yep. the shit that Netflix has given, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it is, it's a, it just shows, goes to show you that the decision Chappelle was making was obviously so difficult. Yeah. 
Um, where are we now, Matt? Um, does he regret turning down the money? This is uh, Chappelle? Yes. Oh, so this is uh, his comeback. <laughs> Judging by that watch, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the clip I was talking about earlier. Yeah, so uh, Chappelle was pretty much out of the public eye. Now, again. Yeah, he was in Africa in a psych ward. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you say that, Mike. A lot of people thought that. Yeah. Like, not like he was in Africa for like two weeks or something. I know. A lot like of people on thought, vacation. <laughs> a lot of people thought from and well, soul searching. He, he even said it was like a like an eat, pray, love kind of thing. Like he was, you know, literally like looking for answers. And he he has like family in Africa, Sis, a sissy vacation, <laughs> which is why he said. So he says he has family and friends in Africa, mm-hmm. and they still manage to portray it like he's probably living in a you know. <laughs> A hut in a there. hut. Yeah, <laughs> he's take a bath. He goes down to the river with a bucket yeah, right. to fill his tub. Yeah, on his head. So, uh, <laughs> but genuinely, a lot of people thought from 2006 to 2014, he was living in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> but he was. Uh, this is when he like, like I said, he was playing basements for a while. I was to say, was he touring? And then this is when he was doing like he'd bring like a boombox to like a park and just start talking. Yeah, he started doing. That. I mean, start I think Rich at this Boston point. It. He started doing, yeah, you just show up at Starbucks. <laughs> no, he, I think at this point he started, like he did the Oddball Festival mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think he started to play bigger shows at this point. Um, but I believe this is the first interview he had done in a long time. Uh, so he came out on Letterman. They kind of shot the shit for a while. And then uh, they actually get into it a little more. Do you regret saying, I don't want this enormous sum of money? Well, okay, look, Dave. It's very hard to go to something like this because oh. no one's really done it before. His voice is So there's not different. too many people yeah. that don't think I'm crazy, right? So I look at it like this. So I'm at a jacked. restaurant with my wife. It's a nice restaurant. We're eating dinner. I look across the room. I say, you see this guy over here across the room? He has $100 million. And we're eating the same entree. Uh, so, okay, fine. I don't have $50 million or whatever it was. But say I have $10 million in the bank. The difference in lifestyle is minuscule. Um, the only difference between having $10 million and $50 million is an astounding $40 million. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, hilarious. Yeah. Um, but also, I think the thing you notice most there is like, he doesn't not regret it. Yeah. Right. But he doesn't regret it either. You know what I mean? Like, I think he knows that, hey, I would have had $50 million if I just stuck it out for a little mm-hmm. while. But also, like, I have my integrity. Like, I'm eating in the same restaurants as people with $50 million because yeah. I have 10 uh, or whatever. Now, if you'd ask him this in 2021, I think he's made up that sum. Oh, <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? Netflix paid him like $70 million yeah. or something. I, maybe I'm mixing that up with Eddie Murphy's number. Um, but it was something close to that. It's it's not nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that was so, just for the that was just that wasn't even for the Chappelle yeah. show. That was just the oh the the uh, yeah. six specials. Yeah, um, I don't well, know what deal. he got. Well, we'll get into uh, he did make a deal for Chappelle show, which we'll yeah. do in a minute. Um, right. But yeah, the thing with with Letterman was very funny because like he made this decision, like he said, <laughs> no one has ever made that before that I that I can think of. Uh-huh. I'm sure there's obviously people have walked away from shows and things like that. But no creator of a show at that height, like the most popular cable show ever at the time, has said, all right, 28 episodes in, I'm just going to end it. $50 yeah. million now, go fuck yourself. I'm going to go into hiding for 10 years. The DVD <laughs> you know? sales were that good. Yeah, no, I think, I think no one's DVDs, ever done that. D- D- 
it's probably it was probably still good like right up until streaming. Like, I would think, yeah, I would think so. Kept going, yeah. And Chappelle probably got none of that, honestly. Yeah. Well, because you couldn't find it anywhere forever, <clears throat> so yeah. people would buy it. Yeah. Um, is there more Letterman, Matt? I forget. No, that's it for Letterman. That was it on what? Letterman. Yeah. We, now we're talking about the uh, we're talking about what you were just talking about the HBO okay debacle. All right. It is it is amazing how different he looks though. Like in that in that interview with Oprah, like it looks like the couch is like eating him. Yeah. Right. But it, in that Letterman thing, yeah. uh, when he walks out, yeah. he's like busting through his yeah. suit. It's like uh, Chappelle's career, just based on like appearance and his voice, everything. The only comparison I can think of is Pacino. Where it's, ah, like, yeah. where it's like you watch if you just watched The Godfather <laughs> and whatever his last movie, the fucking Paterno movie, yeah, you'd be like that is. Not but the at least same. Chappelle's cadence and stuff is the same. It's just a different. Oh yeah, he's not octave. Street. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's not going like I don't want my father bothered. Yeah. To, yeah. Is my mic all right, Matt? I can't hear myself, but as long as it's all right, I'm yeah, you're okay. Okay, cool. Stop touching um, those. I was telling him to stop touching the horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got mine. Mine sounds a little different now too. <laughs> so now we're. Uh, well, I gotta turn you guys down when you start cackling. Ah, uh, clips. Hey, don't turn the clip up. So people. Uh, not work. Pr- producers <laughs> in battle how, here. I don't know how it works. <laughs> producers battling for the, for the seat. There's a reason Matt's there. All right, let him do it. Um, so now we fast forward uh, another seven years, and we're in the world of uh, streaming services. And uh, Chappelle's show is now on HBO and Netflix. And it's a little weird because uh, it, it was always weird, like I said, knowing all of this stuff to see Chappelle's show on Comedy Central. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's like there's hmm. there's just no acknowledgement that you, you kind of fuck this guy over in a right. weird way. Even though, I mean, you were paying him. But, like, there's obviously this dispute and obviously that's his... Or it should be his intellectual property and creative yeah. property, uh, and obviously it's not because Comedy Central was playing it all the time. Um, uh, so now we are in a world where anyone can watch Chappelle's show anytime on HBO and Netflix. I think the average person probably didn't give it that much thought, but uh, Chappelle sh- certainly did and put this out on Instagram. No, hear me out. Did you know? Before Chappelle's show was at Comedy Central, I pitched that show to HBO. I, I told them what I wanted to do. Now, these are executives. All they have to do is say, yeah, we'll take it, or no, thank you, we won't. But they didn't say either of those things. They went too far. They said, literally, what do we need you for? That's what they told me, as they kicked me out of the office. What do we need you for? And here we are, all these years later, and they're streaming the very show that I was pitching to them. (laughs) So I'm asking them, what do you need me for? This is one of those, so uh, he put this, and again, we're about to play in a minute. He put two different, like people call them specials. They were like 20-minute rants he had, I guess. He put them both on Instagram, and they were brilliantly done, and it's more again where it wasn't like a, it wasn't comedy even really. It was there was funny parts of it, but it was uh, a talk. You know what right. I mean? It was a a brilliant preaching session is pretty much what it was. Um, and so uh, the full uh, he's explained that a little more in depth, and uh, the full quote I guess was, "What do we need you for? We have Chris Rock." So I guess it was when uh. when he was pitching Chappelle's show, it was when Chris Rock 
the Chris Rock show was Chris on. Chris Rock show HBO. was on. <laughs> and they and again, like I, I don't cry racism and all. Like I'm usually mm-hmm. against it when it's brought up in a lot of these stories, but this is one where it's basically like, well, we have this funny black guy. What would we need your show for? Yeah, we've already checked that box. Imagine is Ch- basically what HBO. Should Imagine be. Chappelle and Grown Ups. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that it sounds crazy now, but if yeah. he took that fifty million dollars, I think that's the guy he becomes. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Not like you that. know, not necessarily an Adam Sandler's crew, but, yeah. but whatever the equivalent is, I think that's kind of who he is if he takes that money. Yeah, but on a side note, by the way. Have you guys ever found the Chris Rock show anywhere? Like, no, where is it? The, you know, the only sketch I've ever seen. The, the how to not get pulled over by the police? It comes up every time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only one I've ever seen of that show. Yeah. Where is it? Is it not on HBO Max? I've never seen it anywhere. I don't know. It might be. I mean, I've, be, never, sure. I've never seen it advertised. I'm sure if you Neither have, I. have to search for it, but I, I've never seen it listed. I've never seen it anywhere. You know what I can't find either on HBO Max is Lucky Louie for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, that, it's weird. I don't know why that got taken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was about to answer that seriously. <laughs> well, you see, he got canceled and then they took it down. Uh, um, how sad was it for those guys, the other guys in that show, though? Chris Rock shows on HBO Max. Is it really? It, it doesn't take that long to- Well, no, I've never, I've never searched for it, but I've, it's never like popped up- in like one of the suggested it's things on, or anything. Not to go off on a rant here, but you know what else doesn't pop up on there, and I'm curious if it's on there, is The Life and Times of Tim. It's, it's getting underrated. It's show. getting put back on. Incredibly underrated show. And yeah. It's getting added to HBO Max. I don't know if it's on there now, but it was. Might have to do it. Life and Times of Tim episode. Which it's a great that? show. It's a cartoon that was on Friday nights on HBO. It was only yeah. on two or three seasons. It was like a, he looked like Dimitri Martin, didn't he? I thought it was. Like, I you, thought it was. Until you hear the voice. I yeah. It was Dimitri Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, incredibly um, underrated. But yeah, just in conclusion, the Chris Rock show is on five different streaming platforms. Are, oh, that's it. But I've never seen it advertised anywhere. I've, I've just never seen it. Like, it's not like out there like Chappelle's show. My guess is it's not as good as you're remembering. Well, I've, I don't remember ever seeing it. The only time I even knew he had a show was like the first like... We'll get to the bottom of this in the Chris Rock show. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, so the debate here was basically... Uh, and I remember I, Jim Norton and Andrew Schultz were the two that I heard say, like, I, I get what Dave's saying, but he signed the deal with Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I can understand that argument. But what Chappelle is doing here, I believe, was a lot bigger than that. And that's why uh, you'll hear this a lot. And like I said, we're recording this in October. So I'm sure this I'm hoping this story has gone away and, they, and the closer is still on Netflix. Yeah. But uh, when that was a big thing. And uh, people were saying, you don't understand the danger that it would bring to Shane Gillis, Tim Dillon, Sam Marill, mm-hmm. these guys. If the closer gets taken down off Netflix, try having Dave Chappelle's type of career. It will, yep. be, it will be impossible. Um, so similarly, Chappelle's saying, well, I have the power to do this now. Yes, I signed the deal, but... Are you going to deny yeah. that I had something to do with the <clears throat> creating of Chappelle's show? It's yeah. also <laughs> like a, a like he when he signed when they originally did Chappelle's show, he was more or less a no name. Right. So, so he so he was saying basically you can do the legally to the letter of the law correct thing or you could do the morally right thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, give me a few shekels here. But that's yeah. that, that would be like a bonus thing because, like, if you look at the NFL, they sign contracts before they're like great, and they're like, look what this guy, what a steal right. we have him for like two million dollars next year. But it was impossible yeah. in two thousand four 
to say, just in case, would you write in if Netflix, you know the place that sends you DVDs to your house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that becomes uh, a $270 billion company, just write in that if I'm ever on there, I get a few bucks from it. <laughs> right, you yeah. know what I mean? Like It's yeah. impossible to think that far right. ahead. Um, so uh, HBO took it down, and uh, Netflix pretty quickly said, uh, should we take it down? And then looked and said, oh, we have this guy for six specials. <laughs> we better probably take it down as well. Uh, so then he threw this up on Instagram. I never asked Comedy Central for anything. If you remember, I said, I'm going to my real boss and I came to you because I know where my power lies. I asked you to stop watching the show and thank God Almighty for you. You did. You made that show worthless because without your eyes, it's nothing. And when you stopped watching it, they called me and I got my name back and I got my license back and I got my show back and they paid me millions of dollars. Thank you very much. It's hard to uh, feel a great deal of sympathy for a guy. Yeah. Paid me a few mil. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. Thanks to my bosses who paid uh, $140 to get in here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I said, I think there is a greater good with a lot of what Chappelle is doing, uh, whether it's railing against communities that are supposedly off limits or telling the industry to go fuck themselves. Uh, for You could very easily look at it and say, Dave, you're fine. <laughs> like you've got, yeah. you got plenty of money. This money isn't going to help you at all. But- uh, without Chappelle, who knows how fucking rampant they would run on us, you know? Like, without a guy like Chappelle, who knows if Shane Gillis is allowed to even put his special on YouTube? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we would eliminate the market for that if the guys, like, they already took down Louie. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. If without- there's only so many guys like that at the top to speak for the guys at the bottom. Without Chappelle, there might not be a house for patreon.com slash blind Mike where you yes. can get these episodes early. Which I've never once mentioned on this program. You know, it's very uh, magnanimous of me. I just never- remembered. <laughs> that, was, that was two really good segues, Craig. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> you know. Yeah, make sure you go to patreon.com slash blind Mike. You get these episodes a week early. Uh, so you get a little exclusive. If you're scratching that itch, if you got a fever, <laughs> and you need, you need a little more, why are you laughing? You can get early on uh, patreon.com slash blindmike. You can check out Very Good Show if you want more of these two gentlemen, uh, Mike and, and uh, Craig, and uh, uh, The Average Nobodies, which is Matt's podcast, is yeah. recorded yes. right here in Vaulted Podcast Studios <laughs> why can't put me in? in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. <laughs> You could have just turned it. <laughs> no, I couldn't because everything's tied down. Yeah, it's tied right. down. Why would happen? I was getting him on camera. I had, oh. to til- I had to tilt the camera up this week. Craig didn't like his his angle last time. By I, the way, I was is... on the all gut team last. <laughs> yeah, I think I was a little bit too. <laughs> this is episode... I looked at it and I was like, mm, I should probably crop these in a little bit. Not, that, not <laughs> it was good. like it was like from below me, and I was just like sweating on the lens. It's an attractive room. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> oh yeah. As long as I look the best, if we could manage that somehow. Yeah. You look magnificent. <laughs> Thank you. It's Thank true. You. Um, yeah, so check all those out. Support the show, patreon.com slash blindmike. You also get the Blind Mike project on there and everything else we do. Um, so, in summation. By the way, we didn't do uh, revisionist history with this one. is a little uh. weird. Because I guess we would all hope that 
Chappelle did a third season, I guess. Well, yes. I think you, you kind of just you know? did it. Well, you said uh, if he had taken it, he would be Chris Rock now. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. In a way, I'm glad. We naturally did it, baby. As yeah. fans, <laughs> as fans, we should be glad that he didn't do that. Because I do think his career would be completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, we'd have a very funny season of television, I think. Uh, but I don't know that we'd have the Chappelle we have now, which I do believe he's less funny than he was. Like, the specials that come out now, I don't yeah. think are as funny I think as, that as killing them softly. Your, I think that speaks to your Carlin. Yeah. Uh, they're way more interesting. Though. Yes. Yeah. They're more interesting and you could, they're definitely more important. It's it's yeah. it's more like he's doing a performance, not club comedy, like laugh, 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 right. laugh, laugh. He's right. doing, yep. he's bringing you on a run. And we'll probably do yeah. killing him softly at some point because that's my favorite special of all time. Probably. Of all time? Yeah, I think all so. Right. Uh, Why, you don't agree? Oh, mine is Live in the Sunset Strip. Well, excuse me. Right. Pish posh. Well, my snob. Comedy snob. Hmm. What? Isn't this a preference thing? <laughs> I would have to think I'm kidding, about I'm that kidding. one. <laughs> uh, no, that is rare, though, that you would pick someone before your time. You know what I mean? Oh, but prior. Uh, oh, he's the grit. Prior just made me laugh so hard in that. Bisexual, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is. We'll talk about that was, often. Was. <laughs> and a CNN article that was written now a month ago infuriated me, This is which is why I brought that up. But. <laughs> The time is passed. What, that it outed him and you were like, man, I liked him so much. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. The way they phrased it. I was, I was just saying, they they uh, uh, put Richard Pryor as a member of the LGBTQ community that would be offended by Chappelle. Are you <laughs> like, kidding? Fuck what? you. Fuck you. And him and Paul Mooney? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Mooney would be very offended. <laughs> well, they were uh, apparently, you know. Underneath the uh, fireplace there. Yeah, they were well, we'll, they wait, were... we'll wait to the Richard Pryor episode to besmirch that man's yeah. good name. They were G and we'll B We'll drag together. him through the mud soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. I'm uh, I'm ditching the uh, ending catchphrase. Good. I felt too good. Yeah. Spell too... show. No one mentioned show. it. I felt too good. Yeah, we'll end with that. <laughs> Goodbye. Let's start the show.